0: Nice to see you people tonight. You guys are so down after yelling and screaming all night. Thank you for everybody who's uh, given to CYM. Appreciate it. Every time you put a little dollar or a coin in there, my heart swells with love. Seriously. I appreciate that. You know what? Because all of it comes... It's a good competition, but it all comes to CYM, which is a great thing, because that's how we can afford things. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Can you turn these down just a tad bit, Kate? With my glasses especially, does this reflection thing in my eyes. All right. So nice to see you guys. All right. I don't know. Good thing I'm not a feminist, or I'd be quite offended by that chair, (laughs) Boys make the bacon, girls get back in the kitchen. Okay. Sadly, I think I remember yours more than I remember other girls. So, yeah, so, anyways, good job, reps. Um, So, last week I talked to you about the word "gigo," And I told you, it is actually a computer term, and it's called, it stands for garbage in, garbage out. And I told you last week, About how scientists actually believe that there are grooves that get actually carved into our brains from our thoughts after we've either practiced a new skill or learned something new or um, studied a topic. You know, that these new things are actually carved into our brains. And I explained to you the fact that I said it's a lot of times like almost like a that's why habits are hard to break because it's not just a psychological thing, but it's also a physical thing that takes place. And I told you about how the fact that bad thoughts, Things that happen in our minds that are bad. Sometimes we beat ourselves up. We make ourselves feel like we're not good enough. We're not kind enough. We're not pretty enough, manly enough. You know, all these different things we put into our brains, a lot of them come from um, the idea of what media has placed into our minds. And media is a big thing out there. I mean, it's, it's a constant thing. It's, it's bombardment to you on a daily basis. And uh, it's really what you allow, what your choices you make on a daily basis of what kind of grooves you're going to have in your brain and how it is that you think about yourself. And I explained to you, it's garbage in, garbage out. You allow a lot of garbage in, you're probably going to have garbage coming out. Who you are as a person is going to reflect that. Explain explained to you that a computer in itself is basically only what's programmed to do what it's going to do. And in our own minds, it's the same thing. You know, what we program into it is what we're going to get out of it. And uh, it's input equal to output. Garbage in, garbage out. So, very important on a daily basis to decide what kind of media you're going to allow. What kind of images you're going to have in your brain. What kind of thoughts you're going to develop over time. And each and every day you're going to make these choices. And each and every day is ultimately going to add up to the end product. At the end, what you turn out to be. Explain to you that you can also make good grooves in your brain get better thoughts, do better things, and you can actually develop better habits in your life. And I use the scripture verse, uh, Philippians 4.8, which is, finally, dear brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. The message translation puts it this way. Summit it all up, friends. I'd say that you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things. True, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best and not the worst, the beautiful and not the ugly, things to praise and not to curse. So there's a different way of looking at things. Last night when we were here at prayer. I was telling them, I said, that there's an old school song that we used to sing, and it was, um, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And it's, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, Look full in his wonderful face, and the things on earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Truthfully, what happens over time when you're really following after God is if you start to really look into the things that are pure and lovely and give less attention to the things that are not good, over time you're going to develop a lot of different thoughts. You're going to have different things that are going to compel you to do different things because you're putting your mind and your vision on something that's better for you than worse for you. I explained to you last week that if you turn on television, if you turn on the radio, if you logged onto the internet, if you picked up a newspaper, magazine, played a video game, any one of those things that you were already influenced by media. Media is everywhere. You can't outrun it. I mean, basically, you get up after, you know, as soon as the alarm goes off, you're hearing something. You go even look at a cereal box. There's something on there. It's going to tell you something. You know, there's a lot of things. Some of the first memories we get is that cereal box, isn't it? What, like, Frankenberry's doing and all these other things. That's what I remember. I mean, I love Count Choculas, actually. Um, but, you know today, on a daily basis, what have you looked at? What have you seen? What have you allowed into your brain? What kind of thoughts did you have because you saw these images? The media itself knows that they have your attention. That's why they spend the big bucks. That's why there's political advertisements on MySpace. That's why there's certain commercials that are going to play during certain programs that they know that you specifically are watching your age. And why companies will pay big, big bucks to advertise in certain magazines that they know that you're going to pick up. You know, they're going to try to do something that gets you. I mean, AARP, you know, the retired people's (laughs) magazine, they're not going to probably be talking about MySpace and, you know, things about kids, you know, what jeans to wear and what makeup to put on. It's not what, you go over to your core audience. So you guys are bombarded with things all the time. That's geared to you to make you think a certain way, to make you buy something, to notice something. Media, by definition, refers to any kind of format that's used to convey information. So we know on a daily basis there's a lot of things trying to get our information to us. That's by definition. But I want you to think about media in another word, another way. And every time I think about an acrostic, I think of Russell. It's just for some reason. I don't know why. Every time I say the word acrostic, Russell comes to my mind. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but Russell, you made a groove, bud. Got me grooving. All right, so I want you to think about media in a different way. Let's uh, look at this. Think about the term media. Maybe what you need to do is when you think about media is you need to understand that every media has a message. There's a message that's in it. I told you up here, I am slanted, absolutely, no doubt about it. I'm here to tell you about Jesus. You're not going to hear no wishy-washy thing. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, no, I just want to be your friend. No, I'm here to tell you about Jesus. That's why I'm here. My message is Jesus. That's Media, what's the message? E, effect. What effect does it have on me? D, damage. What kind of damage does this do to me? I, instead, what could I be doing instead? There's a lot of times we do a lot of things, waste our time. And then A, ask God, how does this match up to what he would really want for me? So think about what media is thrown at you on a daily basis. You know, we need to be aware of what media is doing And we need to ask ourselves those questions. You know, we need to understand that to do nothing is probably the most dangerous thing that we can do. Because the more we do nothing, we're gonna end up being nothing. Ultimately, it's gonna start with our choices. Like I said, what we input is what we're gonna output. What are you spending your time on? Hard-earned money on? Hopefully change (laughs) wars. You know, the thing is, I I was laughing in the back because I'm like, here is a mixed message we're giving you. Save your money for convention. Give your money to us. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing tonight, but yeah, both need to be done. So obviously you just need to hit other people up. That's all you can do. I don't know. But you know, media is around us everywhere. It shapes our culture. It guides us in what people are thinking, what they're wearing. We know that, don't we? Girls, we know. We've seen these celebrities or certain people all of a sudden start to wear something before long, everyone starts to wear it. You know? Everything can change. Hair color, hairstyles. Go look back at the 1980s. Everybody had super fried, over-processed hair. For some reason, everybody just decided to just, just ruin their hair. All of them did. <laughs> I did it. You know, it was crazy. And there was always this great big huge thing at the top of your head like this sticking out. All of us had it, you know. It was, it was crazy. But everybody had them. You know, people cut your hair short. So all girls start to go short. It's like, oh, we all have to cut our hair short. You all have long hair with curves. You know, curly hair. It's like, oh, well, everybody has to grow their hair. People tend to be like sheep. They follow each other. But media really tells us a lot of times on how we're supposed to make our choices. And uh, like I said, it's everywhere. Not all media is bad. There's good media out there. There's good messages. There's good things that are thrown at you. But a lot of times they're very few and far between. I spoke to you about two big, big things last week. I talked to you about violence, and I talked to you about sex. And I told you those things are thrown at you on a daily basis, nonstop, if you didn't hear the message, please go on our MySpace, listen to it. If you didn't listen to it there, you can't go there. Listen on iTunes. It's on every message it's on iTunes. Listen to it. Because it's, it's important for us to understand that these things have an effect on us. They do affect us. So I want you to think about a few more things tonight about media. We're going to go through a couple things, and it's going to go quick because we don't have much time. Um, I want you to think about what television is, especially reality television, basically everywhere, isn't it? I mean, one reality show showed up and every reality show followed. Everybody thought, oh, this is working. People, you know, doesn't, you know, all these actors are on strike. We need to come up with a show. Reality, this is great. So we have to stop and ask ourselves, though, what is the message? You know, what kind of effect? All these different things that you're seeing. You know, a lot of times reality shows are anything but reality. A lot of them are very scripted and uh, edited created in a certain way to get a response from you, you know. And uh, if you watch Big Brother, not this season but the last season, you had a guy in there that honestly he verbally assaulted women, did anything he could to uh, win. He was a father of one of the girls on the show. And he said some really nasty, disgusting things to girls and to guys on there. And it was on the idea of winning, you know. What does that teach us over time? It teaches us that we can be a type of person that we can say and do anything to win. You know, all these things teach us something, what we watch. I told you I love reality television. I, I don't watch all of it, but I, I didn't watch Big Brother this time because I truly I said I won't watch it after the last time. It ticked me off. I watched it ever since it started as I'm done, I'm not watching it no more. But you know, look at other reality shows The Bachelor every single show what they do before this time where these girls decide whether or not they're going to get these roses they ply these girls with alcohol i mean man one after another just constantly just give them drinks so that they're just making fools of themselves you know so because we all know alcohol is a depressant so what they do is they give these girls this alcohol and so they get all (laughs) he loves and love me and all this big tears and a lot of them are fall down drunks they're falling down and their dresses are go, you know, flying off they, they don't, this is what they look for, this is reality supposedly and it's supposed to be normal that's supposed to be normal for us a lot of times these reality shows tell us that you can meet a person one minute hop in bed with them the next that's normal that's reality See? no it's not if that's the message you're listening to you have to stop and think about that um, like I said, they're doing things all the time, and it's not, it's not reality, it's scripted. It's a lot of times really put together and edited so that certain things look like they're happening. I've never been so disappointed with a reality show in my whole entire life as I had did this year watching Ice Road Truckers. I want to tell you that show was nothing. There was nothing ever. They could have saved the whole entire show because nothing happened. Oh, they looked as though they were going to go through the ice. Oh, there was an accident. Some guy, it was literally a call. Someone went through the ice. Oh, wait, someone, they already got him out. Never mind. That was it. But they hyped it in the show like, oh, my God, there's a guy through the ice. And you thought, oh, my goodness, it's horrible. But, you know, these shows, a lot of times, it's, it's all fake. It's all put out there. It's like, how do those things affect us? Re- I mean, I road truckers. I'm not going to go run out and go to the Arctic and drive across the ocean on the ice. I'm not going to happen. You know, a lot of times, these young people think that this is normal behavior on how reality shows act. Not. That's just what people want you to think. A lot of times, like I said, these shows are so overly competitive. You know, do anything, say anything to get the final three and win. You know, that's what it's all about. And what you're gonna do, what kind of person you are, really doesn't matter. It's just to win. You know, think of this guy. Do you remember this guy? John, you went from really happy to really sad. It was either going to be my buddy or my grandmother coming, and uh, my grandmother's not here for a reason. What happened? Jeez. He's not around. Sorry for that news. I'm sure everybody here is sorry. I don't know. I can hope to win this and, and get some more information. So here he is, Johnny Fairplay, throwing out a lie so that he can get more information. See what he said? He said, hopefully I can win here and I can get more information about What what happen to my grandma. All of it was a lie. Every bit of it was a lie just so that he could get. Now, I mean, it is a game. It is. Outwit, outlast, outplay. But a lot of times people that are young and don't pay attention, they think this is how we get out of everything. This is how we win. We lie. We cheat. We steal. We do whatever. You have to understand what media has an effect on you. Stop and think about it. If you are a true Christian, what kind of things will happen? you put the media thing up again for me? You know, keep that, you know, we have to keep these things in our mind. You know, what is the message? Lion, is that what God would want? Stop and think about it. You know, there's the real world, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, like I said, Tila Tequila, I told you about that not too long ago. You know, look at these, these shows. There's a billion of them. Farmer Wants a Wife was one of them. A farmer that had women competing to be the wife. And they actually picked up chickens to see if the, hen, if the egg was underneath to see if they were, like, there or how to go. I mean, it's gotten crazy. Kid nation. I mean, there's something thrown at you all the time, you know? And a lot of these things, like I say, they're throwing off these values and points of view and stereotypes and ideologies. They're scary. They're scary what they're teaching now. Garbage in, garbage out. You have to be mindful. There is a message behind every single show you watch Every single song you hear, every single thing that you read, everything you put your eyes upon, people are trying to sell you something. That's what the whole world is about. They're trying to tell you something. They're trying to sell you something. It's always a message behind it. Media also tries to provide heroes, role models for us. Dangerous, quite dangerous. A recent study of junior high students found that 36% chose actors as their heroes. Actors. 19% musicians, 11% were athletes or comedians. A lot of times we know that these people, it's more about their celebrity status, you know, than it is really that they're a hero, you know. It's not really what these people stand for. It's just the fact that they are popular, that the world likes them. Most of those celebrities don't even have a clue, really, to what the world is about, but all of a sudden they're experts on the earth, global warming, politics, politics, God, they tell you everything, don't they? It's like if you want to get their opinion, you want to go off their opinion, I think you better stop and think about what kind of message they're selling you. What kind of effect are the things that they're telling you because you're putting them up as a role model in your life. And, you know, I've seen Christian people sit there and thought, you know, put these people on pedestals and let their kids sit there and think they're great. And it's like sometimes their messages aren't even good. And uh, if you look at their lifestyles, you look at what these people are thinking, it doesn't match up at all to what you think that you would want to really follow you know the world falls for those tricks The christians real true followers of christ shouldn't fall for that we should have a different understanding that there's a different idea of what a role model is let's find somebody who's really a role model someone who's living what you really want to become and try to follow that that's what it's about you know i think it's more important to Base your beliefs, I mean, your opinions, on someone's a role model, on what you really truly believe. If you really believe something, then yeah, that person can be a role model. But don't just believe something because they say it. You know, you have to believe in God's word if you do. What are these people that are believing? You know, you have to understand, who are your heroes? Who are you following? The other thing with media, anti-family. You definitely see an anti-family thing that's taking place on television. You know, you see sitcoms. Most men are just, they're stupid on sitcoms, aren't they? They just kind of sit there and let the women tell them what to do because they're dumb, you know? It's like, I mean, you even see it in The Honeymooners, don't you? Already, it started in the 50s. You can see right off the bat, you got Alice. Alice is a smart one. Ralph does everything stupid. And then when everything goes wrong, it's like, to the moon, Alice, that's all he (laughs) says. You know, it's like, it's really kind of dumb, dense. A lot of shows are the fact that the guy is the bumbling buffoon, You know, the woman is the one who's the smart one. She's going to come in and she's going to save everything and wrap it up in a nice little bow. That's what it's all about. And uh, a lot of times men look, they're either portrayed as lazy or dumb or just, you know, they need constant supervision from their wives to to make it. And, you know, moms, a lot of times you don't see what you see in in the old episodes that we're watching. You don't see people like, um, you know, Beaver's mom standing in the kitchen. You know, she always looks pretty with her pearls and she's, you know, baking cakes. Nowadays, we see what's happening, really what does kind of let go with the world because the world, I wonder, is that they believe all this is normal and this is what we're supposed to do. It's all about having a job. It's all about making it. And and family life is not as so important. You know, it's not as important of just being a mom and spending time doing those things. You know, if you watch reality shows like Nanny 911 or Super Nanny, Man, you see kids, the most disrespectful kids I've ever seen. The worst is these dads, that these kids will say some horrible things, and their dads are like, Well, that's just how they talk. Man, <laughs> I don't think so. It wouldn't work in my house, I'll tell you what. If, I had some kid, if my kid walked up to someone and called him a whatever, it wouldn't work for me. You know, but there's this idea that this is normal behavior for kids. You know moms that are too lazy really to make a rule and stick up stick with it so this is what we think is normal behavior you know what that does when we watch these shows a lot of times it's like, well see that's how they that's how they raise their kids, so I guess I'm doing it pretty good. no that doesn't make it right just because it's there and that's what you see. what kind of effect is it having on us? What kind of effect does it have on society if this is normal? Nobody wants to be better, do they um 70% of shows on TV don't even show a structure, a real family structure. Most of them are just bizarre things. Really, the abnormal today is really to have a father, a mother, and brothers and sisters. That's abnormal. The world is the way, that way, but which one's affecting which? Is reality affecting us, or are we affecting the TV? I don't know. Kind of so intertwined, we don't even know. Sex. Between parents, between people who are married, they make it sound like it's the worst thing ever. I'm going to tell you, if you look and you read anything about what it says about Christian couples, they say the best sex has ever had by people who are truly married and have been committed in a relationship. The most fulfilled sex lives. The happier people. That stuff's important, but see, on television it doesn't show it that way. These people look like they're just putting up with each other. The only time they talk about sex is when their kids are doing it. You know, that's pretty much when they're talking about it all the time. You know, um, shows all the time. Everything's about belittling each other, making everybody feel bad. You know, tell them they're stupid, making fun of each other. You know, this is normal behavior. It's not. It's not normal. That's not how you treat people. Garbage in, garbage out. Is that how you're going to emulate? Is that the way you're going to live your life? Then, yeah, you'll probably end up being the same thing. That'll be your family someday. That's what you're going to be. We're running out of time here, but no respect for God. We know that's true. If you watch television, you know there's no respect for God on television. You don't see that at all. I mean, if you watch it, you see that there's an unfair, messed up idea of what God is. You know, preachers, priests, nuns, believers are all portrayed as complete idiots on television. Misinformed people who've just not evolved Past the point of the knowledge that a god exists you know god doesn't exist he's not real and you just haven't gotten to that point to figure that out that's what they tell us and most shows don't really have a clue about real faith most of the faith is based on what some idea a person had of what they lived their idea of what faith was their idea of what religion was and if it was a good or bad experience that's what they write from and a lot of times it's, it's more about mocking it. It's all about mocking what Christianity is. And, and um, you know, if you watch King of Queens, they show the priest, he's, he's a fool. They put him as a fool. Religion, a lot of times, if you watch it on television, it's more about rules and what you can't do. Not about the freedom and the happiness about what you have when you do it. You know, it's, it's messed up. It's It's wrong. You know, and that is if they talk about their faith or if they talk about church at all. Because the one thing on re- reality television that you don't see, you don't see them go to the bathroom, and you don't see them go to church. Those are the two things you don't see most of the time. You just don't see it. Very few people talk about going to church on television, unless it's seventh heaven. And I'm mean, going to tell you, I won't even get on seventh heaven, because that show burn me up all the time. I just couldn't stand that. I thought, boy, that's the epitome of, honestly, half of the churches and the families of what's going on in the world today joke Christianity nobody really living it the other thing is no respect for the less attractive we all know that man the only way you're going to have a show about less attractive people or obese people is if the show is about less attractive or obese people that's the only way they're going to be on that show is if it's about that beauty and the beast i mean yeah yeah you got this you know, idea. I mean, this, it's crazy. It's like these ideas of these people. I mean, you have to change them over and make them be more attractive. And, you know, that's what the whole world's saying. We have to look a certain way and we have to be a certain way. We have to be trim. We have to be slim. We have to be beautiful. If you're not, you're not worth anything is what the world tells us. You know, they make fun of and they mock people who are obese. They also make fun of dwarfism most of the time. And uh, it becomes humorous to the world. It's not humorous. If you're that person, it's not humorous. Like I say, the whole thing about Jesus Christ that he tells us is empathy. Put yourself in the position of that person. How would you feel? You know? Garbage in, garbage out. It's not the way the world, the, the way that God would want us to behave because he looks at everybody and he thinks value, love. He's died for every single person. He values each and every person that walks the face of this earth. You know, if we're laughing and joking about these things, maybe media is starting to affect us a little bit too much as Christians, as followers. I think there's certain things that we need to step back from and not agree with all the time. You know, a lot of times there's i I'm going to have to definitely cut through a lot of the stuff that I was going to talk about. Maybe I'll save it for next week and talk more because there's a lot more I want to talk about with media because it really does have such a big effect. It's not something you can just wrap up in a little bow and talk about like in one message because there's so much more there. You know, there's, there's so much the world tells us about beauty and value. You know, I, I so, told Chubby many times, you know, if you, you listen, a lot of the jokes that you hear on television a lot of times, the jokes are about heavy people, dwarfs, or Christians. I always say this, the three things that seems like you have, you know, open season on, you can make fun of and mock. And I don't think that's very fair because I know what it's like to fight uh, weight. It's not easy. And I also know for a fact that these people, I mean, if you watch, like, Little People, Big World, you know that these, these people are just trying to live a life like anybody else. Why is it that we think it's funny to talk about people throwing them? And, and, you know, it's sad, because you can see what's happened in society is they know that they can't possibly make it unless they make fun of themselves. So you've got these people who go on shows just to be the happy person and to be the, the butt of the jokes. And then you have these c- people that go on and, and act in these crazy roles you know, with that have dwarfism just to make a dollar because they know that's the only way they're going to make it. It's not value. It's not value in life. I have much more I wanted to tell you about this stuff. But, you know, like, the one thing that I absolutely despise, I wanted to talk real quick about comedians. I love humor. I think that, to get me to laugh, I love to laugh. I love to have fun. You know, but I just absolutely despise the fact that you hardly ever find a decent comedian that's not full of filth. You know, when you want it, you just want to listen to a comedian that's funny. And every time they'll start to say some funny stuff and then usually they go into some bizarre, weird humor that's just kind of like, okay, now I have to turn the channel. Where can there be humor that's just funny? You know, funny without being disgusting. It's garbage and garbage out. Like I said, God wants us to do things different. We have to understand all these things are thrown at us on a daily basis. Media, how is it affecting us? Are we starting to get comfortable that this is normal for us? If it's starting to get comfor- comfortable for you, it's something to think about. If you're thinking what I'm talking about here and thinking, well, that's no big deal, then it's already affected you. It's already made a change in who you are, if that's acceptable and if that's okay for you. I kind of like it into an idea of a a marathoner. You know, a person who's going to take off on a marathon. You know, all of a sudden, somebody starts putting up all these hurdles and stumbling blocks in their path, you know. Before long, they're falling down, they're tripping, they're stumbling, and, you know, they can hardly make it. God didn't intend us to live a life like that. What he says is, put your eyes upon things that are pure and lovely. Think about those things. You're going to be able to run the race much better if you're not tripping and falling every two seconds. And thinking this is normal behavior, you know, you're going to actually reach that winner's tape, and you're not going to be full of cuts and bruises, beat up. You're going to just make it, the way you're supposed to. See, the thing is, you're believing what the world's telling you is normal. When God says, "Do not conform yourselves to the pattern of this world," Romans twelve two says, "This is a different way than you're supposed to be living. You're not supposed to be living like the way that the world's living." The one thing it says in uh, Ephesians 5.4, it says, Obscene stories, foolish talk, coarse jokes, these are not for you. I know that's hard because I'm going to tell you guys, especially if you're in high school, I'm sure you hear obscene coarse jokes on a daily basis. And that has become normal to you. If you are a true follower of Christ, it's not for you. It's not for you. I go to my family if they start to tell me some jokes that are disgusting, like really about bestiality and things like that. How can I laugh at something that God says is an abomination in his sight if I am a truth believer? See, if I start to laugh at it, what I'm doing is all I'm doing is making it look like, okay, I believe what the world's telling me. Not a standard that God set for me. So you have to just put a different mindset. Stop and think what media is telling you on a daily basis. Be aware of it. This week again, pay attention what this media is throwing out at you. What are you believing? Does it match up with what your beliefs are? Romans 12.9 says, Hate what is wrong. Stand on the side of good. See, it's all about choices, What you're going to put your eyes on. Turn your eyes on him. The other things are going to grow dim. So I think we have to ask ourselves what we're entertained by, what we're paying attention to. And we're going to continue talking about this because I do think it's something that we really need to think about. There's way, way more that we can talk about with media and how it affects us on a daily basis. Pay attention to some things. If you have something really interesting that you want to tell me, mention it to me. Let me we can talk about it. But I think that uh, we have to understand that all these things that are thrown at you have messages for a reason. It's to change your way of thinking. You can set a different standard for yourself. It wasn't easy for me at all at the beginning. I had a really hard time believing in a lot of the things that was you know was like oh this isn't good. This was normal for me. I had 28 years of this is normal behavior to listen to this, to watch this. This is all normal. And then after a while, you start to realize it doesn't match up to what God's word says. And it's like, oh, okay. I basically have just found the road, out the road of what the world told me was right, not what God told me was right. And it's a lot of times going back and changing, you know, making different choices. So I really just want you to think this week about media, how it affects you. Um, come back next week. Come back and uh, be part of things again. Love to see you guys, especially some of these that are here again that I haven't seen for a while. I always enjoy seeing you. And uh, let me pray for you real quick and then we'll uh, dismiss, okay? Lord, I just pray that you would help us to be aware of the things that are trying to be sold to us on a daily basis, Lord. Uh, lifestyles, um, ideas that certain things are jokes when they're anything but funny. Um, The idea of thinking we have to look a certain way, act a certain way to be attractive or beautiful to people. I just pray, Father, that you'd help us, Lord, to just see our worth in your eyes instead, that we would set a standard of what is purity and uh, just things that are pure and lovely inside of our our minds and our hearts instead of what the world would tell us to believe. Lord, we just ask that you just help us and uh, guide us. We just pray that you just be with each person and their family today um, and this coming week. Lord, keep them safe protect them, Lord. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.